Welcome to our third episode of the Beyond Burnout podcast. This is a private podcast just for our franchisees, instructors, and our team members. The goal is to get beyond burnout. Today, we're talking about resilience. Burnout can be prevented or reversed through cultivating resilience. Now, as a refresher, the World Health Organization defines burnout as a syndrome resulting from chronic workplace stress that's characterized by exhaustion or lack of energy, job-related negative or cynical feelings, and reduced effectiveness. The good news is that psychological resilience can be learned, and research shows that people who report higher resilience are physically healthier, more productive, happier, and have closer relationships. Psychological resilience is defined by the ability to withstand, bounce back, and grow despite downturns. Simply put, it's how can we be strong and happy even when something bad happens. Some would say it's the ability to manage your energy. When you better manage your energy, you build resilience and you can get beyond burnout. I wanted to share with you five strategies to help you build your own resilience. The first is perspective. Step back, accept, and really recognize that there are negative aspects of a situation, but there's also possibly opportunity. Recognize what can be changed and what can't. If you always measure where you think you should be or how far you are from the goal, it's deflating. If you measure how far you come, it's powerful. Connect to times you've gotten through hard things before. While there are many things you can do to increase rest and health, if you don't manage your mindset, you will be stuck in a negative thought cycle. Look at what can be changed. Ask yourself, is it really true? We tend to get what we focus on, so if you are living in a sea of negativity, it might be time to shift your focus. I highly suggest listening to positive podcasts, reading empowering books each day, all things that are going to pump you up and help you achieve a new perspective. My second strategy is to raise your emotional intelligence. Since the causes of burnout are rooted in emotional needs, Leveraging emotional intelligence can help you address and reduce the underlying causes of burnout. There have been multiple studies on emotional intelligence and burnout, and it's not surprising that people with higher emotional intelligence have less burnout. So, how can you increase your emotional intelligence? It's really as simple as becoming aware of your emotions and naming them. Give yourself permission to have those feelings without guilt, without shame, and allow yourself space and time to process your feelings. It's about managing your emotions and your impulsivity. I like to start my day with a one-word opener. What is one emotion I'm feeling? I like to close my day with a one-word closer. What is an emotion I'm feeling? Also, consider journaling. One study showed that people who did expressive writing four days a week were healthier in six weeks. It can really help you gain new insights and get in touch with your emotions. Emotionally intelligent people are also aware of the emotions of those around them. I want you to start to key into this. Sometimes we're so focused on ourselves that we fail to realize what others are going through. By increasing your empathy for others, you also increase your own emotional intelligence. The third strategy, okay, I know we talked about this last week when we talked about boundaries, but it's important for building resilience. I'm talking about being purposeful about your connections. We are more likely to feel burned out when we feel isolated or alone. Make sure you are purposefully reaching out to friends and family who lift you up and give you energy. 
On the flip side, if you need solitude, make sure you also leave time for yourself. If you feel like you don't have people in your life who lift you up, then consider joining a club with like-minded people or start your own meetup or mastermind. Become what you want to attract. The fourth strategy, yes, I know you know this, is that you need to manage your physical energy. This means keeping physically fit. Make sure you're getting your minimum effective dose of physical exercise and movement. Unfortunately, when we're stressed, we are tempted by sugar and alcohol and caffeine. When stress creeps in, good habits often creep out, and one of those is often healthy eating. When we're emotional, I don't know, many of us will reach for sweets. When we're short on time, we reach for fast food. It seems like the only option. Instead, I really, really want you to make healthy eating a priority, especially in the stressful times. So seek out dark leafy vegetables, vibrant fruit, herbal teas, eat well, and don't use food as a crutch. And of course, practice mindfulness. And my final strategy for you to build your resilience is to create a daily mindfulness practice. Practicing mindfulness brings us more and more into the present, and it offers techniques for dealing with negative emotions when they arise. That way, instead of getting carried away into fear, anger, or despair, we can work through them more deliberately. You know I'm a fan of meditation, but if that doesn't float your boat, may I also encourage you to try daily breath work. There are so many breathing techniques that can reduce stress, increase energy, and calm your mind. It is my hope that you don't just listen to this podcast, but you take action. You don't have to do everything, but do something. So what of these lessons are you going to make part of your daily practice? Soon you're going to have a toolbox attack techniques that come naturally, kind of like a rainy day fund for your mind and body that I'm hoping will keep you afloat when times get tough. Just knowing you've built up your skills can help you build the resilience and that can help be a big comfort um, and even a happiness booster is my hope. So next week we will wrap up this podcast series with my favorite topic, joy. Joy.